Hello, I'm Bada. And this is Roxy. And you are listening to VCR. Hello, Roxy. How are you doing? Hi, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm still recovering. Uh, me and you had a very fun-filled weekend, didn't we? Oh, man. Jam-packed, fun-filled. I'm exhausted. Yes. Oh, my God. So me and Roxy were invited to come out and cover Comic Palooza, the Houston Comic Palooza, which it was my first time attending. What about you? My first time as well. I was a Comic Palooza virgin. And you know what? Got to tell you. It did not disappoint for being a virgin. <laughs> for real, it did not. <laughs> I was like, wow. My best first experience. <laughs> I know, seriously. I was like, wow, this was pretty spectacular. I didn't realize it was so interesting. And then like my mind was just blown by how elaborate and intricate some of those costumes were. I know, they oh, were so good. I was like, Jesus. I'm blown away by like the talent of these costume makers. It was amazing. Yeah, it was just, it, it was absolutely incredible. And it was really mind blowing. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like, y'all got some talent. Y'all should, what, what are y'all doing with your lives? <laughs> yeah, what was that one guy that uh, we asked his, uh, his, I don't know if that was his wife or, or his, partner but um asked how long it took him to make his costume and she said oh my god it's, it took him like an entire year yes oh my <laughs> god so the the guy who was and, and i feel bad because i didn't get what video game character he was from but what he what it was just mind-blowing that costume this massive robot thing and clearly he's wearing he's walking on stilts and trying to balance himself. And I was like, wow, that was super impressive. Yeah, really? I mean, Jesus Christ, that was impressive. But, you know, it, Comic Palooza, Houston, Texas. Let me give you a little information because I did a little bit more digging after me and you went. So here's something interesting. I don't know if you know this, Roxy. Tell me if you do. So the first Comic Palooza was in 2008, right? And check this out, because me and you were at the Georgia Brown Convention Center, right? The Georgia Brown massive, the largest convention center in Houston. I looked it up. It is 1.2 million square feet of space. Wow. Georgia Brown Convention Center. It is that big. Holy crap. No wonder I was tired. Right. (laughs) I mean, it's big, right? I mean, that's big. And that's what she said. And... (laughs) I was Roxy's not laughing, but it is what she said. You know? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's not laughing because she had to walk it. So she knows it really is. That it really She's is. Like, Fuck that. I am not doing that again. <laughs> but it's huge. And now the first Comic Palooza starts in 2008. And check this out. It started in the lobby. No joke the lobby of the Alamo Draft House in Houston, Texas. With just Stop a, it, the old no. movie theater? Yes, it started in what? the lobby. It wow. Just a few tables and a handful of vendors is what the is what it said. And then it like in it became so massive a couple of years later that they had to go to the George R. Brown to do it. Wow. And they've been doing it there ever since. I was like, That's awesome. Super impressive. Very. 
And and I can understand why. I think they had estimated for now the early estimations is about fifty thousand people attended the Houston Comic Palooza this year. Wow, that's, so half that's Houston. I mean, seriously, it really <laughs> is. It really is. I mean that that's still. I think that's the fourth largest event behind the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Do you know how many people attend the rodeo yearly on average? No? no. Okay. I'm going to throw out this number to you. What if I told you 2.5 million people attend the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo every year? I, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. There are cities that don't even have that much people in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it is the fourth largest <laughs> event behind that. Now, another interesting little factoid about the Houston Comic Palooza is that it is actually the largest comic book convention, comic book and multi-genre convention in the entire Southern United States. So I guess technically you could say it's second only to Comic-Con, which I is the big one. Say, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's, wow. that's impressive. Yeah. And and I have to say, you know, I, I didn't know all when we got there. I, I was just I was kind of floored at how many people were there. I was floored by the costumes and I wasn't sure what to expect when when we got there. You know, I wasn't either. No, I, I was. I, you know, OK, so the one thing I was super impressed with and, and you were the inspiration behind it was uh, getting your costume repair <laughs> oh yes thank god for that place Whew. i had no idea so this is how well thought out this thing is there it says huge banner hanging over this space says cosplay repair and so you go there and just based on tips they will repair your costume now roxy Roxy came. Her costume was fabulous. I will say this. You did an amazing job. She came as Raven from the Teen Titans. Everyone's asking her for a picture. Like, they're all like, oh, can I get your picture? Like, before we even walked in, uh, someone dressed as Linda from Bob's Burgers stopped Roxy and like, oh, my God, can I get your picture? <laughs> yeah. And then there's quite, I mean, like, I, it was so sweet of you too. There's, there's clearly a, a man there who was on the spectrum of autism, just was so excited to see Roxy as Raven. And, and poor guy, he's so excited. He's trying to do a, transi a transaction and get her picture. And she was so sweet. She was standing there waiting for him and everything. And, but he was just so, he was so uh when he got that picture with you he, he just lit up he yeah lit he, up. he was such a sweet one he was he, sweet he was just a really really nice guy and was so excited of, about yeah, his costume his dad was like oh i'm so sorry i was like no 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 need to apologize Ugh. no problem mm -mm. i thought it was really sweet i was like oh he wants to take a picture with me <laughs> yeah i mean it was truly truly a great event so which made me feel bad because i was like shit i should have dressed as something <laughs> I, I i went as a uh i dressed as a uh imaginary 
successful journalist who was attending <laughs> Comic Palooza, <laughs> and I, I pretended to know what I was doing. So there's my there was my superpower. I was and you pulled it off successfully. So I, good I, job. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, we we got a we got a free autograph comic out of it. So yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. You know, so it was it was pretty nice. But getting back to it, so uh, Roxy had a little wardrobe malfunction, and it was uh, explain it. You explain it in better than what I can because you went through it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wearing a purple cape, you know, as Raven does, and it has the little um, red. I don't know what it's called, like a like a red jewel type of thing. thing. Yeah, it's a like a jewel brooch. at the top yeah. of the cape. And the back of it, like it was a pin, you know, holding the fabric together. And I don't know what was going on. I don't know if the pin that it, the, the cap that it came with wasn't strong enough to hold with the fabric. So it popped off. And the first time it popped off, it fell in my bodysuit. So I was able to just dig it out and put it back on. <laughs> but then the second time, I don't know if it fell off while we were walking or what, but I could, we couldn't find it. We traced our steps you know we couldn't mm -hmm. find it so I'm panicking like oh my god what am I gonna do like I have I can't just carry this around and I'm not gonna hold it in place this whole time she so, was honestly unhappy that that I happened was, like, <laughs> I was really upset I was visibly very upset yes. I was ready to leave I was if it if I couldn't find a way to fix it I was gonna be like well I gotta go yeah See you later. you're and, on your own buddy and we're searching and like no joke like I found someone's press on nail before yeah. I found this. We couldn't yeah. find the backing for shit. No. So I start asking like the volunteers and, you mm. know, people at the different booths, like, do you have a pencil? Do you have a pencil? Just hoping that they have a pencil with an eraser. So mm. I can just ask them if I could break it off and use it as the back to the pen to hold mm -hmm. it in place. No luck. Nobody had the pen. And this lady just happened to walk up behind us as I was asking the volunteers and she goes, oh, there's a there's a repair place inside if you go inside they'll help you fix it and i was like no way oh my god that's so great and we went inside and sure enough there was the banner mm -hmm. i mean seriously it was like as soon as we walked in to our right it was like literally right there huge banner so we walked over there and uh walked in I, I was worried because I was like, Jesus Christ, what kind of fortune are they going to charge me to fix this? Because, <laughs> you know, we're there. I mean, I'm, I'm holding the expense for the show. And I'm like, fuck, this is going to cost me. It's going to be expensive. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> and then I go in and I ask him, you know, I show him what's wrong, you know, mm -hmm. with, with my costume. And I'm like, do you have an eraser or something that I can use as a back to hold this in place? Mm -hmm. And He's like, oh my, he's like, no, no, we don't have anything. And then I don't know. He just, it's like a light bulb went off in his head and he goes, mm -hmm. oh, I know what I could do. And he grabs a glue stick and cuts a little piece off. And he's like, here, let me help you. He's like, you know, he hands it to me first. And then he saw that I was struggling putting it on. And he was like, here, let me do it. He's like, I'm going to be like really close. I was like, no, you're fine. Mm -hmm. So he uses the, the glue stick as a stopper and puts it on and it held the entire day until I got home. I was like, this thing is magical. Like, yeah. like, well, you know, he knew, <laughs> he definitely knew. And I'm gonna tell you why he knew because uh, later on, so the next day I went back to Comic Palooza and I went over there and I interviewed the, uh, the people who are operating. 
specifically the guy who helped you his name was chris and uh i talked to him blew my mind the people who were working that repair shop with the little sewing machines and little kits and the glue guns nasa engineers they were nasa engineers wow and they're there and it's kind of promoting their thing it's called uh, the da vinci lab and he was explaining it to me that you know let's say there's something you're interested in like uh, this certain piece of machinery and he was talking about this machinery that he had in alvin texas you want to learn how to use and operate and create with this and he specifically called it a makerspace so you go to this makerspace to learn how to create with this machine you pay them, uh, you know, a fraction of a, of a cost of something like, you know, like you pay them something and they teach you how to do all this. And I was super impressed at this guy who's an engineer, not just one type of engineer. I asked him, so what kind of engineer are you? Mechanical, chemical? He's like, yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, what? He let both. I was like, Jesus Christ, what have I been doing with my life? You're, you're, you, you, this really intelligent guy and you're helping people uh put their costumes together and he was explaining it you know like people have great wonderful ideas and that they want to create but sometimes they don't understand how to create because right the costume pieces that they're using might be hard and your body isn't hard your body is soft and it moves in certain ways but your costume piece isn't moving in that way so he went into this huge explanation i was like wow this is absolutely fascinating absolutely yeah. fascinating so had to uh had to talk to him get an interview with him and uh you know that's just starting off on our adventure here because we went further into it and we kind of we went over to where the celebrity area was and we're asking hey i mean alice cooper was there robert patrick was there terry cruz was there his line was the longest like yeah, terry cruz sure. just was like huge and then uh you had uh quite a few other stars there and none of them were granting interviews None. So that kind of sucked. But here's something that I've learned for next year, Roxy, because I did not realize this. Hmm. Um, while we were there trying to get interviews with these uh, rock legends like Alice Cooper, the truth is we didn't have to do that. <laughs> I didn't know this. Apparently, the emails were going to my spam box, but they were having sit down talks in the exhibit halls on the third floor. So oh, wow. had we have followed the schedule, yeah, had we have followed the schedule, we would have known, hey, Alice Cooper, Exhibit Hall C, third floor, having a talk. I was like, well, fuck me. <laughs> you know, like, right. I didn't know that. So for any of you future uh, press people or journalists who are going to do this, pay attention to that schedule and check your spam box <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't do that. And I'm I'm walking up to these people like, are you granting interviews? Are you granting interviews? And it's like, no. They're like, no. absolutely not. Like, go away. You're bothering us. <laughs> we don't speak to you, peasant. Like, who are you? <laughs> do you not know who I am? I like, yes, that's why I'm asking you for an interview. <laughs> So, you know, it was, you know, something, a tip for us for next year to totally learn that. But it was 
a great, great experience. And like I said, being there and, and the costumes, like some of these people did some things that blew my mind. They did full on scenes. I don't know if you remember this, uh, Roxy, the Star Wars uh, people who had that massive robot with them. Oh, yes. Oh, that was just, I'm going to try to pull up the picture here for you if, if I can find it. But that was just mind blowing, like the effort, I mean, to create the robot, to get it to move and do all that good stuff. It, it, it was like, you know, they're creating this massive scene. And it was just mind-blowing, like, what they did. I'm actually going to start off over here really quick. I'm going to share this with Roxy. Uh, this guy came as uh, a character from Death Note. Roxy, can you see this? No, but I know who you're talking about. Oh, okay, let me, let me try this again. <laughs> <laughs> because I've had these technical issues, and they're, they're driving me nuts that, you know, they don't want to, like, work properly <laughs> but uh you know we there's a guy there who who was death note um well not death note the can you see it now yes that guy yes so i forget you... the character's name in death note and i'm going to actually look it up because my dog is complaining like how can you not know the character's name from death note? <laughs> and it was like what i'm mad right now that i can't I can't remember it right now. Yeah, you know. That is killing me. Yeah, it, it's, it's, he's the main character. Well, one of the main characters. Mm -hmm. he, um, he is uh, Raikou, the, the demon or the, yes. the one who controls. So Raikou, this guy came in wearing stilts, had an amazing costume built, uh, was definitely one of the bells of the ball. I think Here's, it's Raikou. Here's Raikou and Raven. I, I believe it's Ryuk. Ryuk, however you call it. You know, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was so good in it. Yes, and, he was. His costume was awesome. Yeah, and then there was others who were there as uh, bait, like kind of a scene from Mortal Kombat. You know, uh, they were a pair. Street Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter. I was thinking, why am I saying Mortal Kombat? But I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend I'm a game nerd. I, I'm not. I know nothing really about video games. Um, <laughs> and it, it's so sad, but I, I really don't, you know, so I have to ask people. So what is this game? Because I haven't played video games since the Atari, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. I know, right? You're like, wow. how old are you, Vada? Way to age yourself. <laughs> yeah, just putting it out there. But they had this scene. Do you remember this when we were there? Yes, I do remember them walking by. Yeah, so they have the, the, the basically, they have the stormtroopers and they had the search droids uh, on this platform and it's operating and it has this laser eye and it's just moving its head and making the noises and i was like wow time effort right uh, you know just a for effort like no an a period the fact that someone built this machine a plus no they got an a plus yeah plus, it was plus, like, plus. like hey man this was amazing you i mean talk about fucking spectacular and they're just people stopping taking pictures totally enamored with it 
the R2D2 droid that was over there. Someone built an R2D2 with a a track cassette player in back for some reason. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny watching that R2D2 chase that girl around. Oh. Yeah, it was just like he kept it just kept chasing her around. It was funny. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going through the stills and you can see it chasing her. They had robot dogs there. Mm-hmm. That, that thing was so cool. It really was. It was just and what was even cooler, they had live dogs there. And they have this yeah. dog that's I, I'm assuming this is supposed to be uh one of the Halo characters, like very Master Chief looking. Uh, a yes. dog and it was like oh that is so cute so cute i was like even the dog is cosplaying this is adorable i mean truly truly amazing and and again like i i i suck because i don't understand anime and stuff like that if, if my nephew was here he would totally get it but like these these three Oh my God, came. Oh, I know. I love that girl's out. costume. Oh, she came as this blue witch. And if you if you know what I'm talking about, because you're way smarter than me as, as an anime person, I mean, she's there and she just like full on, like yeah. they spent time and money and so much effort on creating yes. these costumes and their makeup. Yes. Oh. Wow. I so, just... I am completely blown away by all of them. Yes, and now Roxy, because you you spent time doing your makeup, which I'm not going to say may have delayed us a little bit or not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get into that. Mrs. will be there by 12, and it's 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say we'll be. I said I want to be. Yes, I, I suppose that's There's a, a totally difference. different thing. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of makeup, before I go into your story, so this is one of the uh, body art. Uh, there's, a, there's a very talented artist there doing uh, body art on this very, very talented model. And I'm going to say a very, very talented model because I got to learn something about her and I feel like I kind of insulted her a little. Uh, no, Roxy will tell you. I, I would imagine. Her. Yes. 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 I, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like probably, such an idiot for what I said. <laughs> very much. You should feel like an idiot because yes. I, and it wasn't, before anyone says anything, it wasn't anything sexist. It wasn't anything like like that, but it was kind of what I said was a little unfair. and Very, and, un- a little. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that clip for y'all to, to, as an apology. I don't know if she'll ever hear this, but her name is Rochelle Carter who is the model and apparently a very talented uh, costume creator, a very talented uh, individual, because she was telling me all these things that she's certified in, and she's a certified seamstress. I was like, wow, you can do all this. And I said something so stupid. Because right. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to come out and say what I said. Uh, so I, <laughs> I was interviewing both of them. And I said, I am here with a very talented artist and her model. <laughs> no, you said, I'm here with two, two very talented, well, one very talented and her model. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
That's more accurate. Oh. I I'm a horrible human being, and Rochelle yeah. Carter. Yes, Rochelle oh Carter. If, I can't if, believe you. <laughs> I couldn't believe it either. I didn't realize it till after. And so, Rochelle Carter, if you are listening to this, I want you to know that I am terribly sorry. I was just very nervous about the interview, uh, because you know I am. I have all these people surrounding me, and they're all and and honestly, they're all there for her because they're the the, the men who are like just wanting to do these photos with her it was just non-stop because i mean yeah. she is uh being body painted you know so she's virtually uh kind of in the nude and being sprayed and i said something that i i should have thought of that a lot better so i do apologize and i hope you accept my apology if you ever hear this um deeply sorry for that and uh but i, I didn't mean it in a negative way I, although it is totally negative, I just said something stupid because I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Roxy is going to punish me every day of my life. Till, I am. You know, so, you know, because she's a model and it would be the equivalent of me saying, you know, well, Roxy. Yeah, she she's she she models. <laughs> The ever so talented. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm talented, uh, you know, and then there's there's my model Roxy. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I could feel the beating coming off of Roxy if I said that. <laughs> I could see the steam coming off her head in the video. <laughs> right. Oh, my. She gave me some death stares and, and yes, I deserved it. I really deserved it. Good for it. her. You yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. But in this model, she is, in this photo, I have her as Lady uh, Deathpool. Yes. And um, she, it, they were, I think they were saying that this to spray paint her body and get everything was close to like two hours to do that. And wow. that, that was just like, just doing that makeup all over and, you know, spray, spray painting her two hours. Roxy, your face makeup, you you created it yourself too, by uh, the way. So bravo. Tell me, how long did that take you? Oh man, I think it took me like about an hour, I think hour and a half to get it right because I kept messing up. Mm -hmm. And that was just your face. That I mean, was you did my, it. my face and my chest. Yeah. Like I can't imagine my whole body. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like just your I mean, face. I have a lot more body than she has. So it would probably take another couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but you're beautifully put together. For those of you who have never seen our absolutely beautiful Roxy Perez, you need to check her out. She is absolutely stunningly beautiful. And, you know, it just, you know, I, I'm not trying to be mean here, but I am going to say it. And so I can't see you because my screen is has this picture up. But, you know, Roxy is very well built so you know just her upper part would take a while to complete body art like this. It definitely would. like she she's a very blessed endowed woman and so <laughs> like you you would spend two hours just trying to <laughs> yeah, you know do just, lady just death pool on her or doing uh cheetah or wonder woman it just <laughs> like yeah <laughs> So it was, it was truly, truly 
you know, amazing the, this talent that they both have, you know. Uh, but again, so putting your costume together, because we're talking about costumes, how, I mean, tell me the process of putting your costume together, because I imagine these, these other people are just like, you know, what we, what you did and what some of these people did, it's like, wow, the time and effort. Well, what I did is nothing compared to what a lot of these people did. Um, I happen to have a lot of my items and I had to put together the rest of it, but it still was, you know, some time I had to sew on some pieces and whatnot, but, uh, yeah, like some of these people spent like months and years working on their, yes, like like, that they were cutting. And like, I think the, the lady who was walking around with the guy who was dressed like a huge, uh, robot she was saying like he he hand cut all that he did the patterns and hand cut it i was like she said he worked every single day yes last year she said holidays birthdays weekends every free moment he had he worked on that Mm -hmm. i was like wow that is dedication yes his his costume was it was amazing like it was brilliant oh my god yeah and then he didn't just do that costume apparently he did a second one he did a batman one for the next day yeah she said he was gonna be batman the next day yeah i remember that because they wanted to see if you were gonna be there because like to have batman and raven yeah that would have been really cool yeah and i was like if if he did that just for this particular one I can only imagine how stunning his Batman was. Like, that was probably going to be fully functional. (laughs) Right. Like a real utility belt. (laughs) And I wonder which Batman was it? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Which one? Because they're all different. Like, are you the Michael Keaton Batman? Are you the Val Kilmer Batman? Are you the uh, Ben Affleck Batman? Batman. No, because (laughs) I I didn't understand Val Kilmer's. It had nipples. It was the only Batman (laughs) one that had. Like, why the fuck do you put nipples on Batman? Wait, doesn't Christian Bale's Batman have nipples? You know, it's either Bale or val kilmer one of those two i want to say it's christian bales it could be it could very well be but it's like who the fuck says you know what batman needs some nipples you know i would pull this together completely not a breastplate not like not like this movable armor nipples Nipples. let's fucking that'll really get the villains yeah it's like because you as a villain if i'm fighting you i'm i'm like what the you're just gonna be distracted by the nipples. Like, like what, what the hell? Why are you nipping right now, man? Why are you nipping at me? We're we're, we're fighting and you're nipping. Like what, pervert? Is this turning you on? You know, like, is this what you want? <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know. So it's it was like, what the hell? I was like, who the fuck decided to do that? But I would love to have seen if he had the nipple Batman. It would have been great if he was nipple Batman. That's all I can say. That'd be funny. <laughs> because like some of these anime ones, like I said, the uh, the Death Note, uh, Raikou, Roku, whatever you call him, uh, Raikou, right? Ragu, you know, (laughs) you know, like that was just so well done. I mean, this, he had the stilts and everything, and it was just absolutely amazing uh, what he was doing there. And so, yeah, I I can't believe the talent that is out there for this type of a show. I know. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other things that were happening that, I didn't realize were happening. I know 
when me and you were there, there are some things that were happening that we just had no idea about, but um, because someone didn't want to go to the third floor, but I'm not going to say who. I don't even want to go to the second floor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was You're like, not about to make me walk all the way up there for nothing. Let's go up to the second floor. No. How about <laughs> we do it anyway? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> But guess what? We made it to the we, we ran up there. <laughs> Only to be grossly disappointed because there's nothing on the second Because there was floor. nothing up there. And then there's, I was mad. Yeah, there's like a stage and maybe like some people dancing. And there I was, was like, like oh. some kids performing or something. Like that's that's not what I thought it was going to be at all. And then going further down the hall. So like I, I went further down the hall the next day by myself. And what was down there would have just, had we have walked it, you would have killed me um, because it was just the entrance to the hotel on the other side. Oh, man. So we would have walked have all that way. You. Yeah, I know you would have. I know you would have. Uh, <laughs> Especially then, at that point. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. would have died. <laughs> but see, had we have gone to the third floor, we would have figured out that's where the um, uh -huh. celebrities were and that's where they were doing their talks because I that's how I figured that out through the after I figured out it was going to my spam that's where they were doing the talks and also on the far end of that that's where they have the role-playing games if you want right. to do board games or role-playing games like the Dungeons and Dragons and things like that like my dogs are playing right now hey behave please thank you you know so you know <laughs> they're 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 part of the show all of our dogs are part of the show so i will say roxy's dogs are just so much more well behaved than mine until somebody knocks on the door then they're gonna lose it <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much but no it was, it was fascinating it was an experience that i've never had before some of the photos i got there were absolutely wonderful uh the interviews that we've gotten were absolutely wonderful we were able yes. to talk to someone who was totally fascinating but we got to talk to a a man named daniel johnson do you remember him Yes, I do. He is the comic book creator of a comic called Saint. And what was even more interesting is like, he's one of the very few African-American comic book creators in this indie comic industry. So what he created was really fascinating. And the storyline behind it was kind of interesting. He explains a little bit of his inspiration behind that. And okay. Hi, Vada here at the uh, Houston Comic Palooza with the VCR show. And we are here talking to comic book creator, Daniel Johnson. How are you doing, sir? Doing good, doing good. How y'all doing? Good, good. That's so good. tell us a little bit about the comic. So basically, St. God's War is a story about a man. He gets his powers from God after losing his mother. Mm -hmm. The story is basically based out in the wall. It's basically, you know, it talks about someone, you know, who lost somebody important, you know, and basically he was chosen by God. God basically chose him and said, okay, look, you know, uh, you're called to protect the city. That's what I called you to do. So when he lost somebody important in his life, you know, he basically found strength, mm -hmm. you know, and that gave him strength, you know, to know what he was supposed to do in life. So like I say, basically it's like a coming of age story. The first book talks about the origin story. But also we have the second book which talk about basically the struggle of the character and how he's kind of intimidated by the power. Mm -hmm. And then we have the third book coming out next month, which is in August, which is going to basically conclude the entire uh, series. 
Right. So let me ask you this. Where exactly did you get the inspiration for the storyline? Is this something personal or something you had kind of come up with one day? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Uh, first and foremost, I'm a Christian. I'm a man of God. Uh, growing up in the church, you know, um, it's based off Christian principles, you know, and just in general, right, it's just a positive message, you know, and a positive message you know, that I want to spread out to people. Also, I grew up on stuff like Power Rangers, which is big to me growing up. That was like one of my geekiest childhood things. Um, also, it's based off characters like Spawn, you know, the way the suit revolves and forms around his body. Um, also, you can look at Venom. Then, um, I also grew up in martial arts, you know, my father, you know, uh, he's an eight-day master, so I actually trained highly in self-defense, you know, so I got that in there. You know, so I just wanted to mix some different elements so you could think Mortal Kombat a little bit. I kind of got some knives with a little bit of everything, and I kind of just wanted to come up with something different. You know, something, you know, like I say, Christian elements, a uh, positive message. You know, like I say, you know, just a character, you know, many people haven't really heard of. And now let me ask you this, because you are probably one of the few African-American comic book creators out there. Have you found, like, when you're presenting your work, uh, have you found like any pushback or resistance, you know, like with mainstream comic corporations, you know, uh, seeing that you are an African American creator and there are not a whole lot, that actually, honestly, there are not a whole lot of you out there. Yeah, 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 I noticed that, you know, that there's not a whole lot. Like I said, my thing is and my goal, you know, is just to one day, you know, be one of the biggest out there. I know it takes a lot of work and I know it's pretty tough in the comic book industry. You know, like I say, you know, uh, believe in God, you know, that, you know, one day this can sprout out. Because like I said, I am working on also a generation of heroes. Even after I finish this comic book, I have many other heroes coming. You know, uh, working on a female character that, you know, it talks about uh, woman empowerment. You know, just different things, you know. So, um, you know, as being an African-American, I'm honored, you know, to even have these books out, you know. And I hope one day, you know, that I can touch somebody. But at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, as being an African-American, it is important, you know, for my race, you know. But at the end of the day, it's really, you know, just to get a message out there. My message is I just want to give a positive message out to everybody. You know, and let y'all know just in general, you know, like even if your religion is different, right? You know, like there is something, you know, that we all called to do in life. You may have lost somebody important in your life, you know, but like I say, you know, we all called to do something. We just have to find strength in it. And that's my whole message. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you two questions. Gotcha. All right. Uh, one, because we are Comic Palooza and you said something about uh, enjoying the Power Rangers when you grow up. Yeah. Who was your favorite Power Ranger growing up? Hands down the Red Ranger, Jason. And I wound up meeting uh, Jason uh, at Lafayette Comic Con. Originally I'm from Louisiana. Like I said, uh, we came from New Orleans, so um, we came down to Lafayette Comic Con. I met up with him and I gave him a book, man. Um, first and foremost, red is my favorite color, so I guess that just kind of was inspired from Power Rangers. So Jason was always the, the, the you know, my, my favorite uh, Ranger. You know, it was always a debate between Jason and Tommy when it comes to the people, but I like Tommy too. I got love for Tommy, but I was like, he ain't messing with Jason. <laughs> Jason was always the lead. They yeah. made time for the lead only because Jason loves the show. Right, right. <laughs> so next one, because you're saying uh, your your comic is based on you know God has given him has chosen him and given him this power. So and you you're saying you are uh, Christian based and everything. What is your favorite scripture if you have one? Uh, my favorite scripture, really honestly, would be um, um I could do all things through Christ. Mm -hmm. That scripture right there, like I say, you know um. Basically, what he's called me to do, I feel like God, in general, kind of goes back to this book. That could be my testimony, you know, and uh, symbolically speaking, right? I feel like he's called me to do this work, you know, for him. I can do all things. So, you know, I'm, I'm just blessed and thankful, you know. And uh, I also want to give a thank you and shout out to my artist, Alexander Ray Watkins, you know, and also my girlfriend right here. Um, I want to give a shout out to her, Kiana Fontenot. Like I say, she's been a major help. And uh, my brother up there, he's been a major help. So I'm just thankful to have people around me, you know, who's able to help me, you know, and just be there. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. And seeing that, now, 
something has triggered in my head really quick because you know I asked you about being an African American and and being in the industry. So let's put a double whammy on this. You know, it, it has a uh, religious story behind it. Has anyone been like, oh, well, no, it's it's religious, so we can't touch that. Have you had anything like that kind of pop up at you? To be honest, no, I haven't. Like I say, people, I, I think people are inspired and amazed just by, in general, just being different. Mm. You no, know, because like I say, you don't have a lot of that. The African-American who, who does has a Christian story is like, wow. Okay, like that's amazing. You know, like you don't really see those two combinations together. You know, because every once in a while you may see a Christian story. You know, you may see African-American with a comic book. When you mix the two, you don't really see a lot of that. You know, so a lot of people are really blessed by the fact that it's different. And I hear about that a lot. I hear a lot of fans that come by, I even go by comic book shops, and they say a lot of people looking for indie comics because a lot of like Marvel and DC, people kind of tired of the same yeah. stuff. You know, so, you know, just for me to be able to put a twist to something different, that's, you know, that's really my dream. I just want to be different. And with Marvel and DC, it's the same explosion. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, I have to ask, um, if you had any words of inspiration for others out there who, you know, are thinking about creating a, a different story or indie comic, you know, what kind of uh, advice would you give them and how difficult is it getting into this industry? I would definitely tell them this, um, if, if that's your dream, first and foremost, stick by it. Don't care what people say, you know, like they're going to have people that say, oh, well, you can't do it. Um, if there's something that you want to do in life, you go for that and you don't give up till you get it. Um, if you believe in something and you believe into it strongly, nobody's going to be able to stop you. and You're going to see growth from that. Um, I would definitely tell you, um, if, if for writers out there or artists, if you want to do it, you have to start somewhere. How I started with this, it, it was a brainstorm for me. I thought about it. I would definitely say write it down. Any, any good ideas you get, write them down. And then things just start popping into your head. That's how our brain works. The more you write down and the more you kind of put action into it, things will start popping up. Um, also, an, another tip I can give people, you know, I took a lot of inspiration from my movies, movies that I've watched. Uh, like I said, I've grown up on a lot of uh, cartoons. Like I said, I did later get into the comic books as I got a little older. But I was big on uh, cartoons. Again, Batman versus Superman, you know, um, Adventures of Batman Beyond, Static Shock, stuff like that. And then, uh, like I told you, Power Rangers when I was a little younger. You know, I took all that and just basically culminated. So I would say that for anybody who's a writer, you know, uh, you know, um, just just find what you can be inspired by. Don't give up on your dreams. Make sure you're brainstorming. And uh, like I said, I can be honest with you, it's not going to be easy. You know, this industry is not easy to get into. But uh, the key word is consistency. If you're consistent and you believe in your product, trust me, you're going to see growth from it. And the last question is, so if anyone wants to get a hold of your comic, how can they do that? Absolutely. Y'all can uh, go to risenvision.org. That's our website. Also, the books are available on barnesandnoble.com. Also, it is on Amazon. The KDP Kindle book is on Amazon, issue ones and two. And again, like I said, the third book is going to be released really, really soon. It's also going to be on KDP, on Amazon, and like I said, Barnes & Noble as well. So you can purchase the, the physical copies on Barnes & Noble or the website directly. And like I said, the digital books are on um, Amazon, Kindle, uh, Kindle Kindle Direct. And like I said, you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and also Twitter at Risen Vision Comics. And the name of this particular one is Saint, correct? Yes, sir. Saint Gaul's Ward. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. This is Richard Vida of the VCR Show. And thank you so much, Mr. Johnson, for your time. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Do you have a so, I mean, wasn't that interesting? Like, his... He's put in some very interesting things. You know, he, he mentions how he has gotten a little bit of resistance from being African-American. But 
not so much resistance on the religious theme, which I was kind of surprised about. I kind of figured if anyone was going to be resistant on anything, it would be the religion topic. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm religious. I'm Catholic, but I, I, you don't see that in Catholic. You don't see like Christian themes in suit in comics you Um, really don't yeah you very rarely see any of that so yeah i was just truly you know kind of uh impressed with the fact they said that that's the area where he doesn't get any resistance and and he was saying because it's different you know a lot of people you know it's the same plot twist you know Mm -hmm. it's the same explosion every other frame you know it's you know oh the bad guys and blah 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 but this one is a bit more different and 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 kind of interesting. All of the things that he said that he used as inspiration and all the different places Mm -hmm. he got inspiration from was really like fascinating. He, he really gave us a lot of detail about all that. Like, Oh yeah. And, and his, his dad, how his dad was a martial artist and Mm -hmm. you know how he, he learned from that and incorporated that into the comic. I was like, wow, this man totally, totally fascinated. And I, I will say this, you know, the, you know, very grateful that he gave us a comic and, and everything. Uh, I hope he is very successful in this. I hope he becomes hugely successful. Yeah, me too. I, I really hope so. Cause I really, this comic book sounds really interesting. I think it could oh, have yeah. some longevity. Absolutely. The other interesting thing there at Comic-Con that, I mean, Comic-Con, Comic-Palooza that I was not expecting was all the fascinating actual artwork like people's artwork that they were selling oh man they were just talented so talented i know you fell in love with a couple of pieces there oh yeah the the the, there's some um pieces that roxy had discovered at this uh kiosk canvases right yes the the siren oh, one you yes. loved that one oh my god she absolutely loved that one um and like but some of them were just amazing she had one of it was a jessica rabbit type of pose but it was sally from nightmare before christmas as mm-hmm. jessica rabbit and i was like absolutely spectacular mm-hmm. gorgeous absolutely gorgeous uh canvas one and you could get a print of it you could order a print of it as well she would print it and autograph it for you uh she didn't want to give an interview because she said she was too nervous and shy to do that type of thing but uh she was absolutely her artwork was just super talented and the one that i got from her was a a picture of frida and she gave us a backstory on that she said it was in and it's got a sailor moon inspiration Mm mm-hmm and I was like, oh, I can, you know, I can totally see that because, you know, the ribbons and she did explain that that's, you know, when Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. when she changes into Sailor Moon, you know, she has the ribbons when she's twirling and all that. So she added that and all the colors into that Frida painting. And I was like, that is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it, it was the colors pop. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. Like her, her color that she uses. Stunning absolutely yes. stunning but the other one that really really uh kind of blew me away is when we went to go talk to tom and his portraits of yes. humans with animal heads yes oh 
That was, was so it, good. Was it the mouth? No, it was the bat. It was the bat. You loved the I bat. Like, I remember you loved the bat. I was like, bat. I love this bat. I was like, he looks like a gentleman. Yes. <laughs> a gentle, it was this bat wearing this full on suit, like a very old school 18th like century suit. Yeah. I was like, and he just looked like a, a gentleman bat. And I remember I was Roxy like, Good saying day, that. Sir bat. <laughs> yeah, he was like really well. And he had some uh spider heads, like human mm-hmm. human bodies with spider heads that were the also moth. into oh the moth one was great. That one was really, really good. I think he was saying the moth was the first of his um pieces like that. And he had several of them that that were just absolutely amazing. I was like, oh wow wow uh the but again the art and the artwork there and there were other artists there that we didn't get to go talk to but you know just the few that we did it was mind-blowing the amount of talent like they really should have gallery openings for these guys it was they so really incredible should. but you know that's that's what the the houston comic palooza really offers it, it really is a, a space for people to come and be creative and, and let loose that creative side, you know, whether they're an artist or they're a cosplayer. And even the cosplayers are kind of artists because they're putting everything together, you know? Yeah. Or you're, or you're a very, very talented model to whom I need to apologize to. Mm-hmm. They're also extremely talented. And yes. um, yeah, she was also a certified personal trainer. I'm going to add that in there because I am a fool. So again, Rochelle Carter, <laughs> I apologize a second time for my stupidity and I was just nervous like I said I was just nervous but you know uh rest assured Roxy will punish me every day until I will (laughs) yes I got your back girl (laughs) yeah we're not even married and she's gonna punish me every day (laughs) mission yeah so I was like you know what I'm gonna marry you just to punish you (laughs) (laughs) like no please don't (laughs) I don't want to argue about what to eat every night. <laughs> so as a, as a, as you know, because me and Roxy were exhausted. So we went to go grab dinner after the, the show. And oh my God, <laughs> we, we went to the, uh, the salt grass that was connected to the convention. That was like an hour and a half long wait. I was like, no, 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 no. no. I, I was like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I want to sit down and eat right now we need to eat now but that whole car drive like so what do you want i don't know what do you want what are you in the mood for i don't know i want food food food. beef food chicken food i mean what kind of food are we yeah yeah exactly (laughs) throughout vietnamese no i'm not into vietnamese i'm like well shit you were like Greek, Vietnamese, something else. I was like, no, nah, I don't want any of that. No, well, like, ended up at, at Mexican, you know, <laughs> a really great place too. Loved it, you know. Um, it was good. We we ended up there and it was like, oh, stuffed our mouths and like so tired. Because we were exhausted. I mean, that's a lot of space to walk through at the Georgia Brown. And then how incredibly hot it was that day. Oh gosh, it was so hot. Uh, it was in the hundreds. We were swell, we were sweating just going I from the damn parking garage to the convention center. I didn't think I was gonna make it in that bodysuit, that long sleeve bodysuit that doesn't oh, breathe, yeah. and then that cape. Oh, I thought I was gonna die. 
my dumbass shows up in a long sleeve shirt because I'm like, no I'm going to look professional for these interviews. I was like, clearly I'm a moron. Well, now, you know, next year. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, as you saw from the interviews, when I went back, I'm in a short sleeve, much cooler. Yeah. shirt. You know, it's a nice shirt, but it's a much cooler shirt. So let's do this for our listeners. If we were going to plan, if this is someone's first time going to Comic Palooza in Houston, Texas, knowing what we know now, what's some advice that we could give our listeners and possible uh, future cosplayers if they were going to attend? Check your spam box and make sure you get the itinerary. <laughs> yes, check your spam box. Make sure you get the kind itinerary. Kind of plan out like where you want to go. You know, like. If, if I don't, I don't, I didn't see it. So I don't know if they have it like laid out, like what vendors are going to be there, you know, or where mm. they're going to be. I don't know if they have that, but if you plan on going to see some people, make sure you time everything out. And if you, and if you don't make plans for that same night, don't make plans. Yeah. Go enjoy yourself, spend the day there and then go home and rest. Cause you're going to be exhausted. I can't. Why wouldn't you make plans, Roxy? <laughs> because I am dumb. <laughs> did, did I am go... what they call an idiot. <laughs> did, did someone go out after the words? <laughs> I did. And boy, what well, I made plans before, you mm. know, and I was like, yeah, no problem. Like I can get home and change and I can meet up with y'all. We'll go out. We'll have a good time. No, no. I'm not doing that ever again. No. Wow, I bet. I know for me, like, okay, so if I'm going to give someone advice, bring a bag. And if you're someone who wants to buy a lot of stuff, bring a bag. Okay, they do allow you to bring in like a a backpack and stuff like that. Actually, they they allow you to bring in more than that. Like I saw people with this rolling suitcases. Yeah, like like, little wagons and stuff. Yes, I was like, why the hell did I think of that? Right. Uh, Because comfortable shoes. Yes, comfortable shoes. Uh, wear light clothing if you're not gonna dress up wear light clothing don't mm-hmm. don't do long sleeves like we did and uh try to pack your bag light if you're going to be walking around with a bag because my issue was I had full-on camera gear on my back I had video cameras I had tripods I had the lenses to said video cameras and like I had all this stuff and it's all on my back. And I was like, holy shit, I need to sit down for a minute. You know, I need water. I need to drink something. And uh, I I just I had to stop because it was like it was a lot going on. And so uh, next piece of advice is definitely pack light. Make sure you bring a bag if you are someone who likes to buy a lot of things. Do wear super comfortable shoes because, again, 1.2 1.2 million square feet of space. A lot of walking. It's a lot. Three levels. It is a lot, a lot of walking. It, and it's just really killer on your feet. So make sure that you do that. Uh, you can bring water. You know, if uh, bring a little container so you can get water because they do have water fountains there. So if you want to make it a little bit cheaper on yourself or you want to make it, you know, like make sure you stay hydrated unlike my dumbass, uh, make sure you bring water and make sure that Roxy lets you stop to get water because 
oh my god what's this over here what's this over here i need water what's this oh my god what are is these, this oh, are these crystals, crystals. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, stop with the crystals, I need water. (laughs) Like every crystal shop that was there, this woman found. And I was like, I just want water. I I am really surprised I didn't buy any crystals. I am surprised too, with how much you love crystals. (laughs) And at every shop we stopped at, I am very surprised you did not come out of there with a crystal. I'm very, very surprised. (laughs) Yes, I was like, wow, she did not buy a crystal. Can we talk about that group of husbands and wives that did this, did Sailor Moon? Yes. Oh my God. They were absolutely my favorites. Mm -hmm. Love, love, loved them. She really did. No joke. She fell in love with them as soon as she saw them, but it was unique. I will say it was very unique. It was uh, four or five of them, right? And they're it was six of them. There were three married couples. Yes. Okay. Six of them, three married couples. They're all in Sailor Moon. Here's the thing. Even the guys were dressed as Sailor Moon. They were in the dresses and they were just repping. And I was like, oh my God, super impressive. Like then and they were and they were just free about it. They're like, yeah, we we're out here and you know these are the wearing these dresses and one of them said it's just so freeing it just feels yeah. so flowing and freeing being so there was a sailor moon which was one of the guys mm-hmm. uh sailor mercury which was also one of the guys uh chibi chibi chibusu chibusu i could never say that i think that was one of the girls um sailor mars was one of the girls and I think it was Sailor Neptune. Yes. And I, I just pulled one of the pictures up here. And then I forgot that one of them wasn't there. So um, she was at the concession stand, I believe. So no, no. She was out trying to get an autograph. Oh, that's it, what it was. It was this guy, the one who's in pink. This He's guy the here. Chibu, 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 the one I can't pronounce. Okay. His Chibu, wife was out Chibu. getting an autograph. And these two were married. I think and, she was Sailor Venus. Okay. And so what is he? The one in the blue? He's Sailor Moon. He's Sailor Moon. Okay. Yes. So they're married. Sailor Venus and Sailor Moon are married. And then there's two others. Uh, and here's the thing. So it's guys. They're there. It's like, oh, uh, out of the six, four of them are African-American the other two were white. Maybe the wife may have been something else, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what her ethnicity was, but um, they were. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what either one of they could have been Latina, Hispanic. They could have been. I don't she know. She could have been. Yeah, he was definitely white. Um, <laughs> but and it yeah, was they... really great. Like I loved their costumes. Like they looked amazing. And, and then talking to them and I'm so mad about that interview. Why are you mad about that interview, Roxy? Because I, I was exploring my interview. What, what about that interview that didn't because go? Because somebody didn't hit record. Wow. Who was that? Somebody who didn't hit record, Roxy? You. oh okay all right in my defense i didn't know how to work the camera (laughs) Uh, i didn't know wow (laughs) and it was such a great interview they were really amazing to talk to they were they you know and you know them 
explaining like how they came up. Well, really they came up with the idea because they said it would be really cool to see some big buff dudes dressed as Sailor Moon. Mm -hmm. So that's how they came up with it. And it was, it was amazing to see. I loved it. And it, it was, like, they made my day. <laughs> yeah. And it was the lady at the end, the one who was married to the Caucasian man uh, that we couldn't tell like what she was. Uh, it was her idea to yeah. do this. I was like, wow, you just said, Hey, let's do this. And they all ran with it. I was like, yeah, absolutely. The, guys were the, the main ones like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then, you know, them talking about how there's really no, um, trans inclusivity in in the Mm -hmm. comic book or anime world Mm -hmm. like you don't see a lot of it so they wanted to bring more light to that Mm -hmm. and they were explaining how you know the kids were getting excited to see them they were like the girls and the boys they're running all they're running up to us and they're gravitating towards the men finally Mm -hmm. they're gravitating more towards the men and i was like that's really amazing that's great like i i love this i Mm -hmm. loved it so much you know what i was super impressed with and i I don't know if you noticed it but i picked up on it and it was just some probably something i should have brought to your attention and probably uh something where i should have stopped and tried to get a couple of interviews with it did you notice the amount of and, and for a lot of events that this probably was so well attended a lot of people with certain handicaps that were there i did i did notice that and i i loved it it was super inclusive i feel like comic palooza and even like things like comic-con and Mm -hmm. comic palooza things like that are very inclusive like they you know very open to everyone yes more the merrier and like anyone can go to these places and feel comfortable and safe yeah and, and that, you could see that you, you can't totally say that about that. a lot of things you know or a lot of places yeah and I think it's also something that a lot of them were also like they could dress up regardless of what their you know uh disability may have been they're dressed up as a hero that that they can mm-hmm. be for that day you know yes and just and there were so so many people who you know like i said there's that that man with uh, the gentleman who was on the spectrum there who was wanting your picture but there was quite a few gentlemen on there who are on the spectrum some people who were in wheelchairs and they were just everyone was just having it i love it when time. they even dress up their chairs to be part of their costume yes i love that oh my god it was very inclusive i have to say i'm super impressed with comic palooza i and am i'm going to be going back every year i, I don't yeah, know about you i'm hoping I'm you're coming be. with me every year <laughs> but you know i we, we definitely got to go back again next year. i am really upset that we didn't get to see that deadpool with the baby legs on the couch Yes, and I, I did have... see pictures of my friends mm-hmm. sitting on the couch with him. I was like, "Oh man, I wish I could have seen that guy." <laughs> well, I have something for you then. Let you me saw hear. him, didn't you? Yes, I did. Not only did I see him, I went back and I grabbed <laughs> some pictures of him because that was like a super well done costume. And what he's done is, it's a guy who is dressed as Deadpool. And what he did is he took some cardboard and made a couch out of it. And so what he's doing is he sits down or he he kneels down and it looks like he's sitting on the couch. 
And from there, he is Deadpool with the baby legs because his baby legs are hanging off of it. <laughs> and it was like, and he's holding a unicorn. So it was so well done. Uh, such, again, such creativity. Um, you know what I was surprised about? We didn't see as many Stranger Things costumes. I was very surprised that we, I saw in the, I think when I went to the upstairs restroom, I did see a girl that was dressed as 11. Yes, I saw one girl dressed as 11. Yeah, I'm really surprised there weren't more. Yeah, and I I saw like a few people who were just running around in the Hellfire Mm -hmm. t-shirt, but not really dressed as Stranger Things characters. Or yeah. maybe they were, and that's just like the best that they did type of thing. Um, but it was, like I said, so, so good to be there. But I was a little surprised. What You know what else I was super surprised about? Hmm. Lack of Catwoman. Uh, just like, I, I think the day that we were there, we didn't see anyone dressed as I Catwoman. I didn't see a single Catwoman. Yeah. The next day I went back, um, I saw like, two women dressed as cat women and that was it other than that like the big one for women was definitely harley quinn for sure oh my god harley quinn was just everywhere and then i want to say in all different versions of her too yeah and i want to say the second one that that i saw for for women that was relatively popular was the um scarlet witch that was the one with the red cape and the masks. Um, Wanda? Yeah, Wanda, who is also Scarlet Witch. Yes. Yeah. That, that, she was like the second best one. Yeah, I did see a lot of her too. Yeah, so it was Harley Quinn or Wanda that was the main character for females that you could see. The, the main ones for the guys, I have to say, was Captain America and Spider-Man. There was a lot of Spider-Man. A lot of Spider-Man. A lot and like uh, not as many Captain Americas, but like quite a bit of Spider-Man. And, you know, of course, Captain America. But uh, for the guys, they did didn't seem as, you know, versatile. But then again, what can I say? You know, this guy was was super. Here's the picture I took for you. <laughs> It's that is so funny. Deadpool with a baby legs holding a unicorn sitting on a couch. That is way too funny. So good. So well done. Just absolutely brilliant. Uh, but Roxy, if we're going to go back next, this is the Poison Ivy I got an interview with. That's really nice. I like her costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her costume. And I asked her, like, how long did it take her to put this together? And she said this took her like two days. Yeah. And then I asked her, so what is it about the Poison Ivy character that uh, that you're attracted to? She's like, the red hair. And I was like, I'm going to go with red's her favorite color? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the girl that she was there, the other woman she was there with was uh, someone from, as I want it was definitely Street Fighter, right? Come a gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Girl. And she comes up to me and she goes, I like your eyebrows. I was like, oh, I like your eyebrows too. 
oh like you know what what else am i gonna say you know right oh so, yeah, like you're pretty nice too your, your eyebrows are your eyebrows are nice too you know i didn't want to be creepy about it like you know but then i asked her for an interview and she's like i'm gonna be walking the floor and i was like okay fine but your partner poison ivy can give me an interview just saying right. you know <laughs> <laughs> so roxy let's say next year if me and you were going to go back to comic palooza what would we dress as what would you i don't know i've been thinking about it already Mm -hmm. i you know if if we're doing like a a partner theme i i i have a few ideas i would say because of the lack of catwoman representation uh you should go as catwoman and i'll go as penguin (laughs) <laughs> right i can pull off a penguin with my belly <laughs> stop it and walk around and go rah, 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 rah. oh no <laughs> yes batman yes <laughs> it's perfect right so i could do that and you can be Catwoman, and uh we'll do interviews but now with Catwoman, though michelle pfeiffer or halle berry neither i want you to go as original catwoman because i always thought the original ones were just the most gorgeous ones so that eartha kit julie newmar eartha kit again uh, <laughs> lee, lee i said eartha kit you said yeah. it twice that's it yeah. i love that's what yeah, it right. is yeah so i think yeah that that would be a good idea i also pitched the idea we could do gomez and morticia but i don't think you're feeling that one so much i said uh, wednesday and uncle fester yeah you said wednesday and uncle fester we could totally do that i get it i'm bald and i'm fat (laughs) (laughs) well no because i would more i would do wednesday because i can't see myself walking around in that tight ass dress all day well no that is true that is very very true i'll give you that i i will definitely give you that like taking Um, little baby steps through that whole mm -hmm. two point whatever million square feet yeah I don't nope. think so. We'll be we'll be there all day and won't even make it halfway through. No, we wouldn't even make it to the repair place on time. <laughs> but um, another idea I was thinking, like, I, I don't know, like if we if you were going to go again individually as your own character, what, what would be another one? I know you went as Raven. What would be another one that maybe you've always wanted? I've been actually thinking about the mask. Oh, OK. <laughs> oh the yellow trench coat and the green face yeah mm-hmm. well i saw like a like a dress though maybe or even the pantsuit i thought i saw a cute one mm-hmm. the whole zoot suit type of thing but, you know i've really been wanting to do uh greta the gr- the female gremlin oh that would be neat i've been wanting to do her for the longest time so i'm like maybe this will finally give me a chance to do it <laughs> I, okay, so I had thought about, like, if I was going to do any of them uh, just on my own, if I, I thought, you know what, there wasn't a whole lot of horror movie stuff there. Like, so the second day I went back, I saw one young lady and she was dressed as Freddy Krueger. Oh, cool. And uh, I was like, okay. But she didn't do the face thing. It was just the sweater and the hat and the yeah. It wasn't like, so I was like, 
I would totally do Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I would dress up as Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, to that. Get the mask and the apron and throw some blood right? on me and run around as Texas as Leatherface. I, I would totally do that. Ooh, uh, maybe I could do Tiffany. Oh, yeah. There you go. You can just fall down all the time as I chase you. <laughs> no, Tiffany, the Bride of Chucky. Oh, I thought you meant, okay, my fault, my fault. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? She doesn't fall. <laughs> this just falls down all the time. <laughs> no, that's me. Down my yeah. stairs. All yes. the time. All the time, just for funsies. <laughs> right. But I would probably I do Texas. I'm going to land today. <laughs> I, would, I would do Texas. Or I might do Dracula, like original, like Tux Dracula. Yeah. You know, just kind of do Dracula. That would be so, that would be fun too. If I was going to do that individually. Uh, you know, th- there's just the beauty there's about so many things. Yeah, th- that's the beauty of it. You could go as anything you want, and it, it would just be so spectacular. I know, like I said, as soon as Roxy walked in, boom, can I have your picture? You know, yeah, he's really Raven. Cool. And Raven, there were there were a few Raven. There were a few, and then there was not a whole lot. Different versions of her too. So I was like, oh wow. And, it was cool because we'd pass each other and we'd be like, hey, Raven. Hi, Raven. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> that was very fun that that was happening. Uh, that that was so cool. Uh, I don't it know. It would have been cool to get all the Ravens together. Mm, yeah. I saw. OK, so I saw one guy do this. I was like, oh, it's a shame you didn't do more of them. One guy showed up as the Ghostbusters. But it was just one guy. I was like, oh, so we, we could be a team next year. We could be Ghostbusters. You can dress up as a Ghostbuster and I will be Slimer. There you go. There you go. And I'll just run around and catch you all the time. Uh, or get slimed by you, one or the other. Don't it was slime. it was so good. That's Don't a slime at people. You're sliming people. It was so good. It was so creative, so amazing. It's it's definitely something that if you're thinking about attending it and you've been on the fence, you need to attend it. It was absolutely spectacular. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I truly enjoyed it. And uh, and then I saw some videos, like, I, I guess it was, I don't know if it was Saturday night or Sunday night. Apparently there was some kind of dance party and there was like a ball pit and there was all kinds of stuff going on. Why weren't we there for that? I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said next year, mm-hmm. my weekend is going to be Comic Palooza. I'm not going anywhere else. That's where I'm going to be. You know what? We're going to need to get a hotel room there at the hotel. That yeah, uh... that way we can just go change, come back, rest, come right. back. Because like, oh my God, that was a lot of, we, I, I want to say we left there by seven. We were exhausted, you know, exhausted and, and just walking to the car felt like a obligation like oh my god i can't do this I was like in this heat <laughs> yeah and then oh my god it would, it would it would have been easier if we just got a room there and stayed there so that might be an option as, as a piece of advice get a room there stay there uh you have a couple of hotel options oh one fun little thing so when i was leaving on sunday and i'm walking past the four seasons guess who i saw handing out autographs at the four seasons who Mr. Robert Patrick, Mr. Terminator himself, <laughs> really? just standing there by himself, handing out autographs. I was like, wow. Wow. What a cool guy. And just <laughs> walks in. He was just like there talking to this family. You know, it was like so very cool of him, you know. 
so it, it was interesting. It, it, it was so much fun. I encourage all of you to go do it. Definitely bring some cash because that's going to be a bit pricey. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. But it was it was worth it. I want to say we spent, you know, uh, probably 100 even. It wasn't even that bad you know that was being good yeah and that and that's what <laughs> buying, that, that was buying you souvenirs too <laughs> i can i cannot wait to play that game that i bought oh yes so a uh, little miss here bought a card game that was it's a drinking game it's a drinking game what is the name of said game it is called fuck your liver <laughs> Fuck your liver. And just going up to the guys and listening to them explain the T-Rex card that, was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that is what made me buy the game. Yes. Then explaining that card to me, I was like, that's it. I'm sold. I need this game. Because well, first he was explaining, he explained a couple before that. And I just remember the two before the T-Rex, there was a, um, if you get, there's a, a, a ninja, if you put, if you get the ninja card, mm-hmm. you throw it like a flying star, mm-hmm. like a ninja flying star. I don't, is that what they're called? Yeah. Uh, uh, a ninja, uh, a throwing star. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, so you throw the card. Like you, fi- you pick somebody, whoever's playing, you pick somebody mm-hmm. in your group and you throw the card at them like a ninja star. And if it hits them, they have to drink. And if you miss, you have to drink. So I was like, oh, that's cool. It's pretty self-explanatory. And then there was like a general card. And if you get the general card, you keep the general card for the rest of the game. It stays in front of you. And at any point in the game, you can salute and everybody has to salute you back. And the last person to salute has to drink. Mm-hmm. Fun. So then he's like, and here's the T-Rex card. He's like, the T-Rex card is just like the five, is just like the general card. You keep it in front of you the entire game. And you cannot talk for the rest of the game while you have that card. All you can do is roar. <laughs> <laughs> You have to just. You have to put your hands. You have to put your arms like in tiny little T Rex position, and you can just rar rar the whole game. So if anybody talks to you, you if you talk, you have to drink. All you can do is roar, and the only way to get out of the T Rex is if somebody else calls you by your name. Then they become the T Rex. I was like sold, sold. Somebody sitting, I just pictured somebody sitting at a table roaring the entire game. And for some reason, that cracked me up and I had to have it. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that she fell. So, and they gave her a free koozie with it too. It, it was so cute. It was really, really <laughs> But yes, definitely take some cash and comfortable shoes, pack light, bring a bag, bring a bottle for water. And definitely get a room there I, I think next year i'm going to spring for us to have a vcr room that way we can <laughs> change we right. can freshen up and then we can hit the ground running whenever we want like we can come and go we can go back watch tv we can just definitely do- pack your patience and pack your energy oh yes we're going to need it and know where you want to go eat afterwards that's that's sure. helpful yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> Food. Yes, I understand food. food. Give me food. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That was so, so good. Uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so those, those are things that we could 
I, I look forward to the next one. And if you went to Comic Palooza this year, and maybe you have some stories you want to share, some photos you want to share, and you want to maybe let us know what your favorite character was there, tell us. And before I end this, uh, did you see anyone who is maybe your favorite character there other than yourself? <laughs> um, I think I like the Sailor Moon guys. Those were my favorite. Like, I fell in love with them. My mine was uh, ask ask a dad. He was my. Oh, favorite. that was so yeah. cool. Yeah, he, he was good. Was so good, so good, and uh, just totally amazing. If you see ask a dad, check him out. He is truly amazing and hysterical i had a great interview with him i'll I'll post that in here somewhere but he was just really great check out the vcrshow.com i'm eventually going to edit some videos have those interviews out there and you can enjoy our adventures in comic palooza but share yours share some photos with us share some stories with us we definitely want to see it and check out our social medias which is going to be the vcr show on instagram and twitter and roxy will be handling that because i suck at it (laughs) (laughs) if you want to know why isn't there anything on the twitter that that would be me (laughs) so send us your pictures or your stories and maybe we'll post you yeah absolutely and if you want to follow the absolutely delightful wonderful and beautiful and talented talented i'm stressing talented model roxy (laughs) perez you may do so at her social medias at. You can find me on Facebook at Roxy Perez Curvy Model, on Instagram at Pop Rocks Four Two Eight, mm-hmm. and on TikTok at The Pop Rocks. And Pop Rocks is spelled P O P R O X X. And just as a personal shout out to these guys again, Rochelle Carter. So sorry and. <laughs> You can find her on her social medias and check out her amazing uh, work. It was absolutely stunning. And definitely go pick up the comic The Saint by Daniel Johnson. You can get that on Amazon and uh, quite a few other places. Check out his uh, social medias. Truly, truly talented. Some great artwork in that comment. Interesting storyline, very interesting storyline and very inspirational. So check him out as well. And until next time, I'm Vada. I'm Roxy. And you've been listening to VCR. Bye. Bye. Looking to shape up or maybe get rid of some unwanted fat? You need to give our friend Roxy Perez a call. Book a mobile appointment. Melt some unwanted fat away. You can reach her at 832-686-3873 or email her at ascensionaesthetics at gmail.com. You can also find Ascension Aesthetics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ascension Aesthetics. Need a clean space? Call a clean space for you in multi-services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704 or you can email them at acleanspaceforyou at gmail.com. Need some sweet treats for your next big event or maybe you just have a sweet tooth? Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes, S-K-I-P. 
P-P-I-T-Y-C-A-K-E-S.com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs, things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t-shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to the VCR Show at gmail.com.